0: Hello, and welcome to QA Quest, episode 278. I'm your host, uh, Mike. Exceedingly long DLC name apps, and with me as always. Uh,
1: most popular, unpopular
0: section of the Crossbell
1: Police Department in Franklin last
0: And I'm not sure if you got that reference or not, but you will shortly <laughs> when we talk about what we've been playing. Can
1: I just go ahead and, like, Choose not to understand what you mean.
0: No, that's that's just a um, it's a uh, what Nier we call it? Near Automata reference because I, oh, yeah. I happened to look in the back of the switch box, which I got early.
1: It has all the DLC.
0: Yeah, but yeah. the DLC was like a jumble of letters and numbers, and it's just like, what the f- the fuck is this?
1: Every every person who's a fan of Near. Or Ava that has ever made fun of a Kingdom Hearts title. Congratulations, both of them have had s- titles that's stupider than any yeah. Kingdom Hearts game.
0: <laughs> yes, and it's it's just like this frustrating thing because it's like I don't I like th- what I've played in this game so far. I really liked Near. Y'all like these games too much. I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> throw it out there.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I, I want to grab that version because, I I mean, I wish that I could justify grabbing it before my vacation, because, like, having it to play for a 24-hour train ride would be nice, but I can't justify that right now, so... Uh, I'll get around to it eventually. But, you know, I'd like to get around to it. I desperately hope to one day
0: enjoy a Yoko Taro. Yeah, like, uh, the original Nier I liked a lot, because it's just... Not even, a unique game. It's <laughs> a unique game, and not even I think because of the I think people look at like the weird philosophy it may be going at, and that's not necessarily why I like it. I just like it because it's a weird sci-fi game hmm. where I don't you know. Even at this point, since there's a remake of it, I don't really want to spoil anything. But it's weird, and I like weird sci-fi that does weird things like. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, this is one of the, it's one of the reasons why I really liked um, the recent, for, unfortunately, on Apple streaming service show Foundation, based on a famous mm-hmm. book.
1: Yeah, it's the Asimov.
0: New Asimov, theory. that I never read, which apparently deviates a lot, a fair amount from that, but that aside i have a friend it, who lent me a copy of the foundation books that i've been meaning to read for literal years of yeah. the stage i i didn't really know a lot about it and watching that show it was just like weird sci-fi that lo- asks a lot of interesting questions like the um mm. it, it's like about like this empire where it, the emperor is always a clone of the first emperor mm. so it asks i think it asked a lot of questions to do with that and there's like, damn yourself
1: to eternal stagnation yeah
0: exactly and there's like this one really interesting episode where to try and appease like some religious uh a huge religious group in the empire he goes on like this extremely dangerous pilgrimage that they all do and they end up at a cave and like everyone that ends up there has like a vision and he does not although he obviously <laughs> lies about it
1: yeah, because it'd be weird if you hadn't had
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but someone that's talking to about is like, I can't even imagine like the emptiness that a person would feel if they go there and get no vision. <laughs> it's just like holy shit. Scrubbing it in,
1: scrubbing it in.
0: <sighs> but yeah, I like weird sci-fi that does stuff like that, and you know, Nears. The original a, near does do that a bit cheesy, but I think it definitely does some of that. Um, and near Automata. I, I know I haven't really been super spoiled on anything, but I know it, it's a lot of that. It's going to go
1: those places as well.
0: But I feel like I guess we're just going to jump right into what we're playing. I feel like replaying that intro section, which I played in the intro version, that this game is just cheesy as fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you got that me. impression. Just like these androids wearing black and 2B and in the intro is just like emotions are prohibited it's just like it,
1: y'all origin- need to calm yourself. the original <laughs> was
0: very subtle about a, a, the weirdness like yes it starts in like some kind of apocalypse in modern times and then you switch to a fantasy world so you get the impression that like it, it gave happen. you the impression something weird was happening yeah. but it wasn't at all clear how those two things connected yes. So, but this just drops you into a bunch of androids fighting weird, generic-looking robots in a bland-looking, like oil rig or something. Like
1: it that. looks like the big shelf of your solid too.
0: That said, uh, the combat's a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't complain about that. Like, so uh, it's
1: it's platinum at its most uh,
0: competent but unambitious. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, this is probably gonna be a game like near that I'm gonna like, and there's probably gonna be some cool weird sci-fi, but it it just does not start me with the best of impressions story-wise. Hmm. It, it's just I, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know how to describe this game. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> for me and, and and not, all, wanna, not all in great ways <laughs> yeah for, for me
1: and I don't want to I don't want to retread too much a thing that I've ranted about many times before it's an old canard at this point that I'm not, not huge into Aro's uh, I I find that when I personally play these games I have difficulty emotionally connecting with them on the basis of they feel did like so it's it's so obvious to me that they're trying to get very specific emotional responses and when i can see the strings it just doesn't work yeah like here's a game with the here's a game that's gonna make you sad here's a sick dying girl like that sort of thing it's like oh yeah (laughs) okay uh i know not to invest too much in that um And yeah, I know, I know where Nier eventually goes. Like, point most,
0: is, it's like you were the monster all along, yeah, no. and
1: no, it's like you didn't, you didn't need to wait until playthrough two to explain that to me. I figured that out the first time I fought one. Yeah. Like it's 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 not subtle, um, and it's like uh, I'm I'm generally a proponent of like being subtle is overrated, but when you're using something as a twist that's supposed to make the player rethink something, you have to be subtle because otherwise you aren't challenging a preconception. They figured it out. Uh, but yeah, like uh, in general, uh, his work just has never connected with me, and that's that's just like my personal damage. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I feel like there has to be a happy medium between near and near automata that would reel in someone like me. Yeah. Because for me, near starts too slowly. It takes it's too obvious that it's doing something and it takes yeah. too long to get to what it's doing. And near automata is like, Okay, you're you you went full weird all at the start. And so like your base you, you don't really have a a baseline to from which the weirdness is deviating. Yeah.
0: Hey, Fireminer.
1: Hey, Fireminer. Yeah. Um, I think both of us have been doing pretty okay. Thank yeah. you for the question. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, you've been playing yeah, Automata?
0: Yeah, and the, intr- the the annoying part about that game, which thankfully is mitigated on a Switch or you can just pause, you can just put the system to sleep and put it away, it's mm-hmm. like the intro mission is relatively long and you can't save until it's done.
1: I've heard of people dying in that. I never had it happen
0: on the PS4 yeah, version. It happened to me. It was, I, yeah, I,
1: uh, that's, that's not a great first impression when you have to do no. it. Because there's a lot of just set pieces and cutscenes, and those aren't mm-hmm. as fun the second time.
0: <laughs> but, like, that whole intro section, this isn't really spoiler because it happens right away, is 2B and the other character, I think it's 9S or something, like, pull out some weird black boxes and then they explode and explode all the other robots and then um they're both back at base it's just Mm -hmm. like well i forget what the reason behind it is but it's like well great you just tried to give us this giant emotional moment and but it was not like what what the fuck (laughs) what the fuck it's
1: too early for the emotion
0: well, it's too early for the motion and you immediately undercut it and it's just look like, what what am i playing it's
1: it's 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 unclear what tone is being set yeah it's.
0: Uh... Uh, but Fire again is... again like i played through that intersection and had a blast playing it like yeah yes it's not mixed feelings so to speak yeah it's not <laughs> platinum's best but i also think giving... certainly not bad no and given that this is like in a more of an rpg context um where maybe i'll get to play around with you know messing setting up different weapons and other thing rpg things like that it kind of mitigates that fact when like the pure mm. action isn't the whole game like if, mm. if if this was a bayonetta i'd be like well this isn't that great <laughs> But it's it's not. A, it's just,
1: like if this was a bayonetta it'd be six and a half then yes. right, right. <laughs> But yeah. let's see. Point
0: uh, to the VN des,
1: as an example of narrative. Uh, yeah, I point to the Can VN array as an example of a narrative fully understand that fully understands how cliche it is and trying uh to say why those cliches exist i i would say that there's a lot of things that argue for the existence of cliches simply by their very nature but i've never encountered that one so i'd be interested in seeing something that has a meta-narrative concept about that um uh, can robot butt sustain the popularity of a game can, uh probably not by itself no. but uh it certainly didn't hurt yeah uh, yeah. So you've been playing Nier Automata and probably other things. Yes. Uh,
0: uh, so I feel like for a while now, people may be getting get sick of hearing about Legend of Heroes because now I have decided <laughs> to follow in your tracks. So people are gonna my be trails, if you will. <laughs> follow... God. So f- people are going to be hearing about the same Legend of Hero games, but from in, different in, perspectives in succession. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. yeah, I've been picking up my save file of Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky and trying to make my way quickly through it because, as I've mentioned before, I'm f- kind of sick of the PSP. It's a perfectly <laughs> cromulent system at the time, um, but when I've no got, desire to use it right now. Yeah, we got better options. Well, it is <laughs> at this point, it's like a tiny screen, and it's like, well, I have a Steam Deck and I have a Switch, and you know, I'd like to fast forward to the games they can play those, or even the Vita. Uh, yeah, fast forward is a uh, is a real game changer on the Trails game. <laughs> yes, um, but it's 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 not because I dislike the game or anything. I I think Estelle is great. I, mm-hmm. I, I like having a female protagonist in a freaking RPG, which is too rare. She's uh, a, she's a
1: fun dipshit.
0: Yeah, she's great. <laughs> uh, and honestly. Um, I'm really, really sad that I kind of put this game aside for a while and just did other things, and then thought that just jumping into Cold Steel would be a better idea instead of come back to this. It's it's sad. It's a very charming game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm gonna finish this. I don't remember everything that happened in this game, which is kind of sad. I'll probably read I can, through. I can give s- you a rundown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably just read through a synopsis uh, before I start to just to refresh my memory and everything, but uh i actually remember a lot of this chapter because i definitely this is kind of annoying and sad definitely played through a lot of this already and lost had the save on the vita tv and the memory card on that got messed up or something so that save's gone Uh, i don't know if i got this far but i definitely got almost this far so
1: vita memory cards are irredeemable from all directions yes
0: and honest, I've had the issues with the PSP, too, which I'm going to be backing up my save a lot all through finishing this game. Mm. Well, actually, I guess it was just one time, but playing... Once, but once bit, and twice shy. Playing um, Persona 1 on PSP at some point...
1: Oh, that was your first mistake.
0: <laughs> something weird happened when I saved the game, and it completely corrupted everything on the memory card. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, Legend Legend of Feroes is very good, and I'm surprised I didn't remember like S crafts and stuff being in this game. I didn't realize they're how,
1: extremely useful, how and how they kind of, of
0: okay. I was just gonna say I didn't realize how little combat had changed. Like I thought uh, Cold Steel actually brought some of these things in that are actually in this nope. game. So.
1: They actually simplified some things from all accounts. Uh, The quartz system is markedly less complicated. And honestly, I think that's that's probably for the best. The quartz system in Sky and uh, Crossbell is complicated, but it's not actually adding much. (laughs) Hmm.
0: But But yeah, um, the one annoyance I've had is... Is, is there a revive spell because i can't seem to find there it. there
1: is but it requires you to have things that aren't just blue quartz okay with second chapter i don't think they do this in first chapter but as of second chapter they give you a uh reference sheet that will tell you what uh like this was like their band-aid fix to how like this was a messy complicated system uh, it will give you. There's like a chart in your bracer notebook in the second chapter. It's just like this combination of uh, like levels in each quartz type will give you this spell. Mm. Uh, forget what the uh, revised spell is actually called for some reason. Like it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. But uh, that spell, I believe, is going to require like blue and green quartz. Uh, to open up, and probably probably some other things as well that I typically just ended up uh, having on my healer. But yeah, you you need uh, multiple kinds, not just blue, because just blue gets you thing gets you higher levels of tier, which is your healing spell, yeah. or it'll get you uh, multi like La tier, which is the multi-target healing spell. But uh, yeah, in in general, uh, you're going to need to. Have <laughs> you, you You need to experiment in order to unlock the things that are like slightly more complicated healing, like status heals or uh revive spells? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me check what that was called. It's on my tongue. Uh, yeah, uh, that spell called. Uh, whatever doesn't matter, but yeah, uh, it'll it'll be more easy to deal with if you just check the reference sheet in uh, second chapter, the third, or the crossbow games. All of them have. Okay. Can I also uh, give special points to uh, the what I did not expect to be one of the most wonderful features. That they could have added for the Switch and PC version of Trails from Zero, with the ability to uh, scroll back through dialogue.
0: Oh, that's that's
1: awesome! You can you can just like uh, pull you hit like the right uh, ZR button at any time, and it will just pull up like the last you know. I'm not sure how many uh, text boxes, but like up to like a hundred. You can just scroll back through them, replay voice, all that. And it it makes it much easier to keep track of conversations, get distracted, that sort of shit. Um, Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, since you're playing the original PSP version, there is one character who might be named wrong, as far as the rest of the continuity is concerned. Huh. Uh, there, there was a character that they went back after the PSP version and changed his name uh, to be in line with the Japanese version.
0: It's, do
1: you know who it is? Uh, his name in the PSP version was Zane.
0: Sounds familiar.
1: And it's Zen in all subsequent games. Okay. But yeah, with the PSP, with the PC version, they just went back and changed it. To keep it in line. Uh, There's actually references to it in the Treasure Box uh, commentary in (laughs) Trail Third, Mm -hmm. where they also referenced that there was uh, briefly a push to name Olivier just Oliver. But, uh, yeah. so, yeah, it looks like you're making progress on Trails in the Sky, first chapter. Uh, I went through the prologue of Trails from Zero. I'm taking it very slowly because I've got a long train ride, and I will be playing it during that. Uh, but, uh... I've been playing that, and I've been playing more Legend of Heroes 3, uh... The PSP version, because that is the only English version that exists, Why? to my knowledge. And I saw an absolutely fascinating video uh, on YouTube about the original PC-98
0: version of it. Hey, uh, I, I took a look at that. You sent it to me. I need to watch the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's like 20 minutes. Uh, it's I'm going to just plug the channel because they have a lot of info about PC-98 games, which is poorly documented in English. It's seemingly a guy living uh, in an apartment in Tokyo just playing weird old PC-98 games. <laughs> uh, but the channel is called Basement Brothers and they did, a couple days ago actually, which felt really serendipitous, they did a video about every version of Legend of Heroes 3 uh, non-Japanish, just Legend of Heroes 3 White Witch from the uh, renamed Legend of Heroes uh, Prophecy of the Moonlight Witch in English, which is honestly a pretty good localization that makes the title have a lot more uh, zip to it in English. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of different versions of that, and the PC ninety eight versions' combat sounds like hot trash. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture for you, Wheels. Uh, imagine FF 12s combat. Yes with a uh, component of, uh, like, terrain. Okay. And you cannot manually... You can you are at the mercy of what the AI settings are set to do. Like, you can't turn off gambits or make a specific action. You just have to let it play. Oh, no. And you cannot... Uh, you do not have the granularity of game sounds awful. So, like, one of the things he mentions in this video is that uh, you can set a character to heal themselves if they are, you know, below a certain HP threshold. The operative word here is themselves. A healer cannot be set to automatically heal people when they get lower than X number of health. What the fuck? you have to you have to set them to a broader heal command if you want them to do that like you can change their like what quote-unquote gambits they're working from but you can't actually like set them to automatically do that uh there's some footage in that that's just absolutely hellish looking of like the protagonist chasing after an enemy he can't hit because it's the closest enemy But it's a flying enemy, and he's a melee attacker, so he just keeps chasing after it and not being able to hit it. Uh, There is a uh, bit of footage in there of the protagonist leaping into a river, because that is the fastest route to the enemy. Like, as the crow flies, but he can't get out of the river on the other side, so he has to keep getting back out of the river and then jumping right back into it, because his pathfinding says that's faster than taking the bridge. Wow, it looks absolutely dreadful. Um, the uh, there, he, he talks about the Legend of Heroes 3 renewal version, which was like the updated re-release they did like nine months later. That Falcom would do all these like renewal versions, where they would make sure that the game was compatible with newer versions of PC ninety eight or PC eighty eight or whatever. But you know, they would make changes to it. Essentially, all they did to Legend of Heroes 3 was just made everything easier. Like Legend of Heroes 3 Renewal, Renewal was just like make ev- lower the stats on every enemy because the combat was just broken. <laughs> uh, and it, it speaks to the quality of the game that people still loved it anyway. It was a popular PC wow. ninety eight game. Like that, you know, there was something in it. Like it's it's a very pretty looking, uh, very charming looking uh, mid nineties Falcom house style that's that's very pleasing to. Uh, look at it's got great music uh but you know the the combat is broken uh <laughs> there's uh there's a Sega Saturn version by Hudson it's basically if they had done a if they had done a t- uh cd version it probably would look something like this uh like they even brought in like the guy who did music arrangements for East 1 and 2 and uh legend of heroes 1 and 2 to do uh music for this and it's a top to bottom rework it's completely different they redid all of the art uh they completely junked the combat system and replaced it with a traditional one like to the point where it doesn't even have uh it doesn't even have a movement component it's just like strictly traditional turn-based combat it looks gorgeous it's it's a really pretty looking game it has like uh cute uh interstitial anime cutscenes. It's a really like that if I if I could have like a fan translation translation of any other version of it, like that would be the one I pick. Because it just looks it looks really nice. Nice. Uh purists of course are split on it because it's an extremely different take on the material, but I, I think of all the other of all the versions of it that I've seen, that one seems like the strongest, like traditionalist RPG approach. But yeah uh the you know they re- heavily recommended uh like i said channel was called basement brothers they do they seem to have a lot of videos about old pc 88 and 98 games which again fascinating dude did a video about legend of heroes 2. there's no english version of legend of heroes 2. i was fascinated to find out what the hell goes on in that game plot because it so weird uh there is, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it just because it's fascinatingly weird. Uh, but Legend of Heroes 2 takes place, you know, it's a direct sequel to Legend of Heroes 1. You're the protagonist's son, uh, blah, 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 blah. The thing is, uh, Legend of Heroes 1, you know, you have people talking about the goddess and, like, her servant Joshua. And those, uh, like, there's, there's a lot of implication of. Like, once upon a time, there was some giant societal collapse. And uh, Legend of Heroes 2 ties these two disparate points together by basically saying that the goddess is not a goddess, it's a machine, it's an AI that was designed to try to essentially preserve humanity. And it uses this to explain how the objects with names like Joshua's Eye functioned In Legend of Heroes 1, because in Legend of Heroes 1, you have these items called, like, Joshua's Eye. And what Joshua's Eye does is it gives you a better idea of what's on the map. Like, you see uh, more of the map you get, and it it just shows you what the map is. And the explanation is that Joshua, if if the goddess is a machine and an AI, Joshua is a giant GPS satellite that is beaming, like, map data down to you. Huh. Legend of Heroes 2 is weird as shit. I yeah, desperately want translation weird. of I want a translation of some version of it because it sounds rad as hell. Uh, and it has some really fucking good music. I was I, I dropped the boss theme music stopper in the in in our in the Discord chat and like that is that is absolutely worth it's just it's the TurboGrafx CD arrangement and it's just like Fucking shredding guitar butt rock the entire time. It nice. But yeah, uh, again, uh, Ben. I, I was throwing that channel on while I was uh, working today, and it was just like, oh man, finally someone's just talking about like weird old like Zach the Art of Visual Stage and Rusty and all these other like weird old Japanese PC games that I've heard of and never had the chance to play in any capacity. <laughs> uh. Or like the the uh, Exile games, if you've ever heard of those, uh, you know just just the it's it's helping me get a better idea of how uh, Japanese uh, PC games functioned at the time, uh, and and what kinds of genres flourished within those. You get a better appreciation for what what kind of environment that Falcom's games were flourishing in, and what they were considered top of the heap at. <laughs> it's like, you can play it, you can play an old Falcom game now, and it's like, this is, this is clearly a very good game. But you don't really get how much that, like, there is just this entire ecosystem of how these genre, genres were produced and created, and uh, that influenced each other Zack three on PC Engine CD actually has a translation. Uh, I believe all three Zacks have translations now, but all on different platforms. I've heard Zack three on PC Engine CD is really good, uh, but I kind of want to play Zack one and two now, even though by most accounts Zack two is kind of a mess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I need I need to get around to that. But like that's that's one of those things. that's like oh, Zack exists in the context of. Hydlide and East, like, both of those are huge influences on that because that was, like, a micro-genre of, like, that was how action RPGs tended to be presented on Japanese PCs of the time. uh, Yeah, so, been been enjoying uh, just learning more about that. Uh, And, yeah, I've been, like I said, been playing Cold Steel, been playing uh, Prophecy of the Moonlight Witch, not Cold Steel, been playing Trails from Zero uh, and Prophecy of the Moonlight Witch. Uh, Trails from Zero is uh, very charming already. Uh, it's, it's fascinating to look at Trails from Zero in contrast to Trails in the Sky because they're both clearly based on the same engine, same generation of technology. But... Between what's been done to the Kai version, uh, technological improvements from the beginning, and what Durante has done to the Switch and PC versions, like it, they feel quite... They're, they're very different to look at. Like The general look and complexity of uh, Trails from Zero is uh, a fair bit higher than... Uh, the Sky games, you would not mistake them for each other. Uh, uh, Act 3 is gorgeous, and the story is pretty good, but I just don't care. Uh, clunky RPG combat. I, I'd be curious if that's like, does it function like East, which I would expect is how it functions, uh, or maybe like Hype Life, I should suppose, would be a better comparison, because that is absolutely how Zack 1 functions. It's just straight up. Uh, pipeline. although Zack 2 seems to have an actual attack button, so maybe not. But... Yeah. Uh I, I've got a lot of like those weird old games that I'm gonna eventually end up playing. Like I was like thinking I was having to dissuade myself from trying to play uh Legend of Heroes 2 just in Japanese. <laughs> Even though I would just be miserable trying to work out what to do in it. Um Smoking Joe Gamer is lurking in chat. Good to hear from you.
0: Uh, Are you also lurking in voice chat?
1: Presumably not yet. I haven't heard anyone ping on yet. Hmm. But uh, Yeah. So yeah, I've been just, just playing the old games. I play old things. Uh, but I've got set aside for the train trip. Uh, Trails from Zero and Live Alive and given that that train trip is uh going to be two train trips because eventually I have to come back uh that will be like 40 hours of well nothing to do but play switch <laughs> so that'll be fun be good for that yeah it's not bump pro- combat you just press a button to attack the thing about that 3 to me is that it's jumping just feels oh yeah i saw jumping in zack 2 and it didn't look like it felt great and uh The PC Engine CD version is probably a better version of that, so that's terrifying. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to one day experience Zack, the Artificial Stage. Uh, But, yeah. It's like a Micro Cabin game. Micro Cabin's an extremely 80s Japanese PC developer name. Yeah, I think that was Micro Cabin. And I think the other, like, (laughs) I just remember... Like, I was looking into the, because I was listening to all these videos, like, one after the other, and so I got to one where it's like, one's micro cabin, one of these games was made by Micro cabin, another was made by River Hill Soft, and those are two companies that they get conflated at the best of times. Uh, oh, hey, remember these jokers? No. Lurking. They're from Chapter 1. They're a bunch of air pirates. Uh, Lurking.
0: Okay, there you are. There he is. Lurking. Okay,
1: but yeah, these these jokers were from Chapter One. They were a bunch of air pirates. They hijacked a, a airship that your uh, oh. father was thought to be on, but then like it turned out oh, yeah. no, he had been there. Uh, and yeah, so I'm just explaining trails and skyplot for those who are catching the podcast after the fact. But yeah, uh, then you know they got put in prison for hijacking a passenger jet <laughs> uh, and then like after you beat them up it became clear that at least one of them had been to some degree brainwashed about it hmm. foreshadowing but yeah uh, so yeah I've been I've been really obsessed with weird ass old uh, Japanese PC games pirates yeah. you
0: say yeah sky pirates to shreds you say
1: but yeah, this is the Capua family. You're going to run to
0: them several more times. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, uh, big Legend of Heroes binge. Uh, I set up functional fast forward on <laughs> the PSP version of Legend of Heroes 3. Because that is a pokey ass game. That is a slow game. So... Uh, I decided that it was reasonable to set up my own uh, fast forward, and so now when I press a button, it goes at three hundred times or three hundred percent speed, and that that moves the game into uh, playable. It's still a weird feeling game. It, it's it's a thirty FPS game, but it doesn't feel like it was designed to be. So everything feels sort of sluggish, and that I can't really fix. But oh well. <laughs> It's not a problem, it just feels weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to Agate. He's the senior bracer here. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Uh, do we got any nudes we of to
0: discuss? Yes. Uh, I feel like there was something. Brain not working.
1: It tends not to. Uh right. and before before we started, there was uh, we mentioned that uh, the Activision Blizzard buyout is continuing apace. Microsoft just got un uh, uh, like like a no no objections from the government of Brazil, of Brazil which was one of the places that was having. That was giving them a lot of scrutiny so that's uh, one of the hurdles left uh, apparently sony flew i thought sony, sony was
2: trying to tank the deal well
1: oh, they've been trying to tank the deal for quite a while right uh, yeah okay the they flew the president of sony interactive entertainment to europe to try to argue against the deal uh I don't know. It's one of those things like I'm sympathetic to the idea because I dislike the idea of huge conglomeration buys other huge conglomeration, but I feel like their emphasis on Call of Duty is less persuasive than it would have been 10 or even 5 years ago. Yeah. Like their big their big argument is that there's no replacement for Call of Duty. It's like there there are a lot of things that they're not as popular as Call of Duty, but they're very similar to Call of Duty. Like Battlefield comes out every year. It's very Call of Duty-esque. It's fun, serves the same function. Their their insistence on like they desperately want some sort of deal that makes it so that they don't have to ever negotiate about Call of Duty, and I think that the, it's causing them to make essentially a bad argument. <laughs> but uh, that's something.
0: Uh, uh, no, it doesn't. Fire Miner. Like I. S-
1: it has had launch
0: issues. I I'm sick. <laughs> Okay, I have to go on a tangent, because I'm getting sick oh, no. and tired of people just shitting on everything. Just shit, 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 Listen, shit. Listen,
1: you, you know me. I Blizzard only sucks. shit on this Overwatch. This is shit, this is shit,
0: this is shit, this is shit.
1: Blizzard is fuck bad. For sake. But...
0: Blizzard is bad. Activision is bad. The kind of shitting you're doing is only shitting on the people still stuck working there. So fuck you all. You're all assholes. Thank you.
1: No, that didn't help anyone. But, but I'm uh, just
0: I'm just saying, <laughs> I know, like I you know. want to yell at like the executives that are there doing all kinds of shitty, shitty stuff. Be no, I'm guess. actually yelling at
1: Overwatch 2 for just like I, I just dislike it's uh, that's aesthetic fine.
0: And yeah, I don't I don't care <laughs> I don't care about that. Like, uh, it's I, I am concerned at the fact that we now have three Japanese people and they
1: all know each other and they are all just.
0: Uh. I, I don't like that they called Overwatch Two. I think it. <laughs> I think that's. I really don't like that. <laughs> because it's not Overwatch that Two. Like call, calling it Overwatch
1: Two was a desperate ploy by the money by, by the suits to try to distract from yeah. everything else that was on fire at
0: the time. Yeah, and no, I'm not playing fucking Gundam Evolution, Rider. Please, no, just stop.
1: Listen, Gundam Evolution does have the gun tank in it. Yes no i respect no. the gun tank nothing but respect for the gun tank
2: so. The Thing with overwatch 2 I'm, I'm just going to say is um there's just no discernible difference from the first game but but i mean i knew that going into it and it's the same yeah. game.
0: it's it it's is. a relaunch of overwatch that's what it is
2: it is it's, and so the it's... only thing that they changed was the monetization strategy which is fine like it's explicit, whatever explicit, it's, it's, it's so matches. it's battle pass instead of loot boxes which yeah. is you still don't have to invest any money in it and yeah. my only gripe is that i still can't get quality matches <laughs> but and, you know that
0: unfortunately whatever in a game with a population that big it can just kind of be a crapshoot right uh that's something hopefully they'll fix along the way but you know yeah
2: so it did um so it carried my progress over only from the PC version but it let me use all the heroes right away.
0: The thing is though when I when I logged in. You had to set that up beforehand because the problem is they unless you log integration with like the Blizzard accounts was something they added later on to Overwatch on consoles. So unless you like actively went in and did that they actually had no way to transfer your save over because they don't know who the fuck you are. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but, but what happened today was when I signed in, it had me. It actually popped up and said it was going to merge my accounts. Okay,
0: so that's, so that's when it, po- you do it that. okay
2: right. So that's, that's cool. when it popped up with my PlayStation username and my Xbox username. But then even that has a long ass queue, and they said I was like twenty thousandth in line for that process to take place. Yeah. But it still let me play. So. My hope is that eventually it's going to combine all the hours and give me back all the skins and other but, unlockable but items. It
0: should. I, I thought maybe um, the, there was a hard so. cut off for that, but maybe not. But well, yeah. well, and you could
2: be right, but it's just it's still in the process of merging my accounts it's like, OK, sure,
0: I, I feel bad so. for all the devops people that worked there mm-hmm. yesterday. They're they're having a bad week. Um... Well, um, I feel bad yeah.
2: for all the people who have Cricket wireless and, you know... No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. We're not <laughs> having this discussion no, again. We, no? we, we already okay.
0: had a quick discussion on that. They should have just done the 2FA thing. They probably will eventually. Um, I'm okay. sure a lot of this is going to get cleaned up once they are no longer owned by a dumpster fire of a company.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like that. Okay, uh-huh. so,
2: so you think that... Do you think that all of the... All or some of the activision blizzard franchises will get better under microsoft leadership
1: i don't think that they could scarcely get worse i mean you have Um, to
0: think like the half of what happened with this game is if 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 activision wasn't involved i don't think there ever would have been something called overwatch 2 okay like
1: they probably would have done like something like the tf2 man versus machine update where it's just like here's a big named patch right
0: or just relaunch it as Overwatch free-to-play. It's, mm-hmm. you know, just... Okay. I, I think, and I really think calling it Overwatch 2 has done no favors, especially for people maybe coming back to especially it after a Especially because they launched
1: it without the thing that was supposed to justify it Overwatch 2. exactly, yes. And... and yeah. yeah, that was, that was nonsense. Um
2: do you think call of duty will get better
0: under microsoft
1: i mean it's still going to be call of duty so exactly <laughs> joe, joe i yeah. mean
0: yes you should ask dave that question because if you ask me that question it's just going to be call of duty sucks it will always suck yeah yes
1: i mean i would probably oh, just fucking <laughs> I, I would probably just judging... go off on a tear about with war crimes.
2: So I'm not judging your responses. Yeah. I'm just trying to get yeah. into the spirit of but Q&A. It's, it's here. Just, just to like top, top <laughs> yeah.
0: this off, I feel like there is this attitude on the on the internet where people like to dump on things and do it very poorly. Like if you want to dump all over Blizzard because of all the bad, bad things. And even, like, my brother, who's a giant, giant Blizzard fan, admits that how is like, has trashed... the a hell company. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's are all kinds of shit there. But there are real people still working there who've either had to deal with that shit or deal with people dumping on the company from that shit that are working hard to put out this fucking game and dumping all over Overwatch 2 is not doing what you think it's doing. It's not like it, it's it's not helping anyone. It's not doing anything positive for anyone and it's pissing me the fuck off. Okay. And I have I don't think I've been able to like I think I've half typed out some tweets stressing this. And I and I just can't find the right words for it, but I it just uh I feel bad for everyone working there, having to deal with all the shit <laughs> involved with this game. They've probably worked ridiculous hours to get out and you know uh, the bright side of it for them is there's a ton of people who wanna play it, so that's that's probably a positive and side. And now it's but, a DevOps problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um Yeah you, know, you know, I'm all for like activism activism, trying to you know, fix these companies that are full of shitty people doing shitty things and all sorts of abuses. People would
1: rather say things
0: that make them feel good rather than do things that are useful. Right.
1: Exactly. What's going to help.
2: What's going to, what's going to help is regulations. What's going to help is if, you know, regulatory agencies actually look into these issues and punish them in some meaningful way.
1: Regulation and like a complete decapitation of the managerial staff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I would probably mention <laughs> decimation, but decapitation's fine. Yeah.
0: No, it, it's fine. Yeah, but, but um, I mean, even like, let's say they weren't about to be bought by Microsoft and this company was where it was before and probably a downward death spiral. Like, even if all of you people shouting about Overwatch tank the game, what do you think that's going to do to help the people working at this shitty company?
1: yeah like, inevitably I mean, like they'll get fired at random yeah and bobby Kotick will still be a billionaire yeah that's what sucks. Nice. and like that's that's, that that's drives the worst us. part of it all yeah right like no, that dra- that drives us to fireminer's question in the chat and then i'm i'm sorry i'm cutting us off here because i don't care no it's <laughs> fine
0: it's fine i just uh, this this has been bothering me for a long time and i just had to get it out
1: yeah no i apologize for cutting you off i'm just saying no, like that's I fine. cut us off somewhere uh but fireminer brings up remember that time I asked about an ex exploder executive took a golden parachute and are now enjoying their lives in Hawaii. That's that's one of those things. like there's there's no pretty like there's no world where actual justice is served here. Like there is no meaningful uh, oversight over like executive abuses within a company. There's no uh, like the the best you can get is they're no longer uh, materially benefiting from the thing that uh they you know abused thousands of people in order to get out and help turn would turn into a money printing machine and so you just kind of have to live with that like they're it's it's the capitalism version of damn if you do damn if you don't which i mean capitalism is also that but they're rich if you do and they're rich if you don't yeah uh, you just want them to stop being enriched by the very concept of the thing that you're dealing with which is why some things uh some things don't get bought, but we'll leave it at that for the time being. Uh, we have some questions uh, from dear friend Kroll uh, on episode 276, and they will be less depressing. They'll be the fun kind of thing to get uh, to get your dudgeon up. Uh, really interesting to hear about the Steam Deck Snags. Good to get another uh, perspective. Good job, wheels. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, on that note what are your personal biggest hardware disappointments
0: regrets that's a good question yeah and i just want to say yeah that i felt like it was important to talk a lot about the negatives of the steam deck to understand what you're getting into if you get the device because it can do a lot of cool things just there, there's just a lot of that yeah cause I, yeah
1: no because like there's there was a lot of uh, a lot of ink spilled about the steam deck that was during the honeymoon period where yeah. it's like holy shit, look at this object and it's a really impressive object and now it's also becoming much more available. You can actually get them now, so it's useful for people to have an idea of like, this is like you are you are getting the PC
0: gamer experience, yeah. and that means tinkering. Yes, for it like, is a tinker device for <laughs> hobbyist gamers. It's a great device. Uh, this, yeah,
2: but
1: it's it's not a Switch replacement on the basis of you have to be willing to tinker with things. If yeah. you just want
0: a plug and play, it's not good for that. It's also not that portable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I it's mean, that,
2: that's awesome. <laughs> it's ginormous. It's, yeah. it's a house brick. Um, it would probably make my arms hurt if I actually tried to play it. Eh,
0: not really. It's just, like, <laughs> it's... It's it's, a it's, it's alternative awkward, to... But... It's better than, like, a, a PC gaming laptop. But, mm-hmm. uh, and
2: No, I was just going to say, if the Switch OLED was, like, any bigger or any heavier, I would probably hate it, and I probably wouldn't play it
0: as yeah, much as the do. OLED, the, OLED, the OLED is, like, the perfect size...
1: Yeah, you, you run into, just like, Nintendo is a company with a lot of history in hardware manufacture and hardware engineering, and yeah. who cares a lot about the portable experience. So, like, they, they definitely make right. sacrifices in terms of, like, you know, p- there's a lot of people that really dislike Joy-Cons, and you have your options uh, outside that. I hear a lot, if you if you're one of those people that dislikes Joy-Cons, uh, I hear very good things about the Ori Splitpad Pro,
2: but uh, in general... I mean, the- actually the OLED model has a much better kickstand. So yeah, it's, it's better if you want to just put it on the table and then get your pro controller and sync that up. Then I, actually yeah, you have a, you have a lot of, ups, that yeah. way. right. Which, um, um, so I was going to say in a universe in which the Nintendo switch doesn't exist, then the steam deck, of course, I would have pre-ordered and bought it day one and I wouldn't have cared how much it cost. I don't even think it would have but existed, but yeah, probably wouldn't have, but, but it's like, the four hundred dollar price tag to me seemed a bit steep, just from what I know about computer hardware and just comparing it to hardware specs on other devices. So it is slightly more powerful than the Switch, and thus is slightly more expensive. And it's I think it's reasonable all things considered. But yeah, you're getting a quad core uh, processor. It's an APU, so you know you're not getting a separate graphics chip. Although you you don't get that on any console anyways. Um, but it's yeah, it's really, it's not going to be on par with a gaming PC that has, you know, a $400 graphics card, of course. But mm-hmm. um, from from what he showed me when he came over with it one day, it was like, oh, okay, this thing looks pretty cool, but also it's ginormous. And yeah. this is probably going to hurt my freaking arms. after. Yeah, it,
1: it, it's one oh. of those things where it's like, I would describe it as having uh, some overlapping use cases, specifically with the kind of person who's like i just want to play a thing in bed and it's like that's your primary use case it seems like a very good investment but yeah. when you start thinking about like i want to play this i want to take this with me and go play it, it's like it's a little too expensive for that like switch is already pushing into like it's a little too expensive for me to be comfortable just sort of carrying it around but also yeah. like it's little, it's too big and it's, it's uh, like it has all sorts of like if I didn't already configure it, I can't just casually play something because it's probably going to break the first time.
0: Yeah, I mean, for two hundred dollars, you can get a switch Lite that's much more portable and is going to give you uh, a ton fuck ton of. I'm sorry, I'm swearing about this episode. A fuck ton of games <laughs> that are yep. much easier yeah. to set up and run than ones that Steam are apps.
1: already like they're, they're going to run they're, run. they're going to run how they're going to run,
0: and that can be very comforting. Yeah
1: but,
2: uh, well, but one yeah. thing, I don't know if you covered this already, but when you run the steam deck in docked mode, can you match the resolution of the screen you're plugged into? Or is it always capped at 720 P? I
0: don't think it I would really call it docked mode. It doesn't really okay. have a dock mode. It has a dock. Yeah. Right. Well, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't like, like official. It. Dock.
1: <laughs> yeah. That official dock is, uh, chumming TBD. <laughs> uh, uh, I, so,
2: but, haven't, but, I haven't really but messed you, around with
0: that. Uh, I you haven't, okay?
2: Yeah, because I'm curious if you plug it into a 4K TV, can you run in 4K? Now, yeah. it's absolutely not powerful enough to do that, but it would be nice if it at least Is, is it tray. hardware
1: locked to? Like, I mean, right. even if it, the the thing is that even if the initial software does try to lock it out of trying to go to higher resolutions, there would always be hacks to force it to run in higher resolution. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep
1: cool
2: but, uh, so I mean, if, if they're readily available around Christmas time which I who knows then maybe I'll think about getting one uh,
1: allegedly right about now they're currently at a state of uh, like if you order one now you'll probably get an email back in like a week yeah but the issue that you're going to run into is that around Christmas there will likely be a rush of orders and then they will probably go into backlog mode again yeah
2: so he just can't win.
1: <laughs> can't win for losing. Um, well,
0: yeah, yeah, but I mean, look at it on, on the bright side, though. Is you know, even if they get on backlog again, you can put in a reserve, and you will eventually get one. It's not like yeah. the, the, which is it, not necessarily ideal because if they're backlogged, you might just get an email out of the blue and have to you know, pay for the Suddenly scramble to have money. But they have <laughs> successfully avoided a scalping problem.
1: There isn't a PS five situation going yeah. on. Uh
0: Yeah. So I, so I do applaud them for that, although you know, obviously it's you know, as well as it's doing it's still a much smaller market than Oh yeah. Those it, those. I think they
1: I think they just announced they've sold like a million or something. And yeah, like that that was considered a huge success. So yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's, like, definitely dealing in, relative to most hardware, small potatoes. Uh. But, yeah, it, it's nice that, like, people will be able to get them. And they're, like, clearing up manufacturing. Uh. What was I going to say? But, yeah, getting back to the, the question at hand. Uh, personal biggest hardware disappointments
2: slash regrets. Uh. My, my disappointment was, what I mentioned was that the um just wasn't as powerful as I hoped it would be, just, you know, a quad-core APU unit. It's a uh, one teraflop of power, whereas like PS5 and Xbox are like 10. Although that's, you know, that that's a theoretical on-paper kind of concept, so that, that may not translate into real-world performance, but yeah, that's my only disappointment. Just looking at the specs, I was hoping it would have a better processor. That's all. Yeah, I mean, oh, I was—I
1: was actually thinking. I think the question is proper. It's just like disappointments in hardware yeah. in general. Oh, well, I can. Okay.
0: I def- can definitely think of some of those, like uh, the Dreamcast. <laughs> oh
2: God. Oh, you meant all hardware yes. forever? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like general oh, hardware. I thought they were just talking about Steam Deck. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah. I mean. Okay.
0: As a kid, I think the Virtual Boy was a failure, <laughs> even though I never owned one and just played it in the store. But it was just like...
1: My brother owned something that was the worst Virtual Boy. Oh, God. What was that? Anyone remember the
0: R-Zone? Oh, God. Was Vaguely? That... <laughs> was Consider... like Tiger Electronics gonna... VR thing I'm or gonna... something?
1: I'm going to paint a picture in your brain. You're going to oh, live with this. No. <laughs> oh, no. I want don't... you to imagine... Oh. The The horror. (laughs) So we've got two different kinds of unholy crossbreeding happening here. Because as a as an object to use, it was a horrible Frankensteining of the virtual boy and a Dragon Ball Z shatter. But as a console to play things on, it was the unholy offspring of a virtual boy and a tiger handheld. Just to say that it displayed only in red and black. Or oh, played Tiger handheld no. caliber LCD games. Oh no! <laughs> bad. It was truly incredible. Like this has been memory old to to an extent that I've barely ever heard anyone talk about this thing existing. It did sell games in cartridge forms, even though the cartridge was also just an LCD screen. But and you could purchase things for it. There were multiple versions that tried to turn it into a regular handheld uh, that sucked ass too. Uh, it would be hard to call this a great hardware disappointment because there were no expectations for it, but it was one of the worst things I've ever experienced. And I think that counts for something. I just I just felt that I needed to bring that up. Since <laughs> you were bringing up the Virtual Boy, I had oh, to... God.
2: Well, the when more was
1: push-ups a... than you of bad hardware... <laughs>
2: When I was a kid, I, I had the Genesis. I loved the Genesis, and I remember being very upset because I wanted to play Knuckles Chaotix. Oh God! Oh God! And I, so I never had the 32x. But then years later, I played the game on an emulator, and I'm like, oh, this is awful. Oh God! I think I yeah. dashed a bullet there. Yeah. I think Knuckles the 32x think- was probably the most pointless hardware peripheral ever.
1: Knuckles Chaotix is fascinating because, like, if you look at it in just screenshot form, it's a gorgeous looking
3: game.
1: It's absolutely gorgeous. It has wonderful music. And the gimmick sucks, but that's not even the big problem. The problem is that all the levels are super boring. Like, there's no, they realized partway through development, seemingly, that the gimmick was impossible. That it just you were just constantly ramming into things and there was no way to control it. So they basically just removed all the enemies from most of the level. <laughs> it is just an empty fucking game. It's it's bizarre. I don't yeah, it, it did not work. It did not work. Uh,
2: God, what a game. Uh, a extremely upset when Sega Completely exited the console market. That was a big. So yeah, my biggest disappointment was the lack of additional Sega hardware after the Dreamcast. I guess
1: I was going to be cruel and just say your disappointment was
0: Sega. Yeah, I was going to be. <laughs> I know. And say, well, they really tanked themselves with the Dreamcast.
1: They did. I like. I like how you describe it as though it was
0: the Dreamcast's fault. It is. Fucking. <laughs> it it is. really <laughs> was. No, it wasn't. the
1: Dreamcast. The Dreamcast was the fall guy at the time that it happened. It was just like they had, they yeah. had been.
0: No, I mean the downfall really started after the Genesis was a success, and they never really capitalized on that. And all kind of went they, down. From that. Yeah,
1: it's like Saturn is a wonderful set of games trapped on a like fucking like nightmare piece of hardware. It's uh, the 32x was a, a bad idea from the start. The Sega CD is a good, uh, like, object lesson on why the Super Nintendo CD never happened. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: it's it's just it's, it's a long series of why did you do this? They they were just a giant R&D department that sometimes released hardware. Yeah.
0: Uh, Um, What's that? I'm trying to think of other hardware disappointments. Um, I'm sad the Atari Lynx didn't have more games.
1: Big fan of that blur chip.
0: uh, Not not really, but it it was a neat system my brother had, and it was like the only thing where you can like, oh, you can switch it to play it left-handed is interesting says todd's adventures in yeah, slime world yeah that's the only game i remember other than like some shit. i believe
1: it was briefly the pack in
0: yeah oh there was there was that and there was some other like almost open world side scroller game that was really weird i, I was really
1: hoping that. you were going to start describing fucking uh, Gordo 106 or Kung Food or something, but no, that doesn't fit either of them.
0: Uh, it was um, a Cygnosis game, is that the name of the developer?
1: Uh, they were a British publisher that did a lot of shit. Uh,
0: right, I'm going to have to figure I, out what this game there's is.
1: Like 70, there are like 70 of these.
0: Uh,
1: I could send you a video of like a British man playing all of them, and maybe you could identify it, but i'll do that
0: after we'll do that afterwards yeah, uh, uh, but other hardware disappointments the game gear its battery life was terrible <laughs> um uh, i've got one but it's a controversy bomb I, I mean it's i can nitpick some of like the 3ds models but i mean i devoured games in that system it was never enough to be complained about <laughs> Um, I didn't really like the original DS design, but again, that's kind of no just, one did. Yeah, you know, it's just whatever. But like, I'm just trying to think of like major, major disappointments. Um, I think one would be the Wii U, but not necessarily for the reasons people usually bag on it. Um, because I really, it's obviously since I like the Switch so much, it was. The type of thing I was looking for, but just like some of the design pissed me the fuck off. Like <laughs> the range of the gamepad was not. Great. It was not as much
1: as what you wanted it to be. Yeah.
0: It was not great. Um,
1: its resolution is also extremely strange. I forget what
0: it is. Yeah. Um, but just like. 20 p
1: No. 480? No, It's 854 by 480. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah,
0: but the way they did storage on it was just such a mess, and it's, like, one of the reasons I lost Oh, yeah, it you see. would need, like, powered hard, hard drives. You'd sure. need a power hard drive, like, tra- trying to transfer stuff from one hard drive to another was a pain in the ass because they used a proprietary format, so you couldn't just plug it into your computer. <sighs> um, you can have an SD card, but that was only for Wii stuff? You couldn't use that for anything else. Like what? it was extremely silly. Yes. Like they had their, I think they had their own kind of discs. Like it wasn't actually a Blu-ray disc.
1: It was manufactured like a Blu-ray disc, but it was it's... not
0: compliant with Blu-ray standards. It no, was. No. It was
1: mostly just meant to make it so that they didn't have to pay the Blu-ray Association no. for every Wii U manufactured.
0: It's just a bunch of like little what the fucks
1: like, like for me, the, the answer would be that since hardware always is, like, my secondary concern to software, uh, the, the biggest disappointment to me from Nintendo was actually the GameCube, which I thought had just, like, a really disappointing software library. I <laughs> love the GameCube. I, I find most of Nintendo's first-party output there to feel rushed and uninteresting. <laughs> There's good stuff on,
2: but I think it handled third-party games much better than (laughs) PS2 did.
1: (laughs) Like it depends on. Like it was entirely down to how much the third party gave a shit. Like yeah, because there were there are tons of like the GameCube was an easier system to work with, and there were tons of there there were you know it, it was it was easier to work with and it was more powerful. So if a developer gave a shit, then a GameCube version would generally be better than it, it's PS2 counterpart. But the thing is like a lot of developers uh did not give a shit because it wasn't selling that great. And so a lot of third party games are just worse for no real reason. Okay. Uh I it's don't just like, like
0: those tiny little discs.
1: Oh, uh, the mini the many DVDs? Yeah. I I have no no dog in that fight. I don't care. Uh they, they, I do think that those were a problem because they were one of the issues that developers end up having because uh, they're physically smaller size. Like they were, as, as far as I can tell, they were selected on the basis that it would make it easier to, it would reduce seek times basically, but it also lowered the amount of uh, data they could actually store, and right. that meant that late in the system's lifetime, uh, developers had a lot of games that didn't really make sense to split onto two disks. Uh, because either like they just didn't want to incur the extra manufacturing cost, which was pennies, but whatever. Like Companies are going to cheap out. That's Shadow of
0: the Beast. That was the Atari Lynx game.
1: Oh god, what? There was a Shadow of the Beast part to that thing? Goddamn. Yeah. Have you ever seen like the proper versions of that? No. Uh they're not good, but they're really cool looking, and so you should look up a video of Shadow of the
0: Beast and not actually play it.
1: Um go look up like the Amiga version or something.
0: Uh of course, the, of course there's an Amiga version. For... The Amiga is the native version. It's a European ass. Euro garbage.
1: It was it was made I... by Reflections before they went off and made Driver.
2: Right. Uh so I recall um Resident Evil games being two discs on GameCube. Um yep. so GameCube got three well two exclusive um Resident Evil games and then one timed exclusive. But so like the the Resident Before Evil 4 was supposed
1: to be exclusive but by The then
2: the, 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 the PS2 lot. port of 4 was just garbage. Um and I thought the Tony Hawk games and the Simpsons games were better on GameCube. Yeah, those, those worked uh, out best Road on. The- rage. Yeah, yeah.
1: Road rage and hit and run. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of third party games that are nicer on GameCube, but like just the actual output that was exclusive outside of like Capcoms was generally just very disappointing to me, and that includes Nintendo's, which I thought was generally just some of their weakest output. Well,
2: I paid sixty dollars for Four Swords Adventures, and I'm I'm impressed that that you
1: managed to do. I'm impressed that you managed to do that. That was not a sixty dollar game.
2: Oh, fine. You got (laughs) me. No, joking. I'm joking. you got me. No. um, actually, you know something? I was, I was working for the Fye company at the time, and I Was it
1: Fye properly at that point?
2: Well, I worked at Saturday Matinee before it became Fye. Well, before everything turned into Fye, um, and then
1: Fye turned into bankrupt.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, but like, I got. It was weird because I got a 30% discount on movies and CDs at all of their stores, mm-hmm. but only a 10% discount on games. So I probably paid $45 for Four Swords Adventure then. Yeah. But after like a week, I was like, this yeah. game sucks. And I...
1: It's super not meant to be played long
2: I traded it in <laughs> and great. I think it's I might have gotten... <laughs> It's I might stupid. have got 15 or 20 bucks when I traded it back and it was like that was disappointing. Um that was a, that was uh, a very know,
1: expensive rental.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> Wind Waker was good, um of course Metroid mm. games were good, but then yeah, you're right, there was you know, there were um there, there was the Donkey Kong drumming games. It was like no, Somebody I don't want to play that. Talk the, um Pikmin 1 and 2 though were good.
1: I'm not an so, RTS fan, so Pikmin doesn't hold for me.
2: They were uh, fine, yes. Quiet you. Well,
0: I, should, I should make sure my sister's not watching the stream before I bash Pikmin.
1: Pikmin's
2: amazing. I realized that you
1: were the Pikmin hater
0: I, It's Not really. I just. I, I don't know. I don't care. I, don't,
1: uh, like, I, I acknowledge that like, as someone who just doesn't enjoy RTSs, Pikmin's not for me, but it's it's cute and I think it's, yeah. it's nice that they're still doing them. Fine. Uh... But yeah, like, I mean, Melee Melee is a really good game. Uh, Like... Uh,
2: Melee was better than Brawl, personally.
1: I mean, a lot of people did, uh, but what I was going to say was, like, Luigi's Mansion was a unique, interesting concept that I enjoyed, like, sort of Nintendo's take on the structure, if not the actual themes of, like, a Resident Evil-style game. Uh, I I think that there's a lot of very interesting... uh, Like... Yeah, but when you get down to, like, Mario Sunshine is a deeply disappointing game. I, uh, game. I, I, I personally find Wind Waker to be a deeply disappointing game. Like, I love how it looks. I love the music. Uh, actually playing it is just puts me to sleep every time. Uh, the... Uh, you know, you know, uh, like, Metroid Prime's really impressive, and it's clear that they realized they needed to lean on that, which is why Metroid Prime 2 got, like, pushed out immediately. Uh, but, yeah, you, you get all these. After that, it's just like, hey, what, what else was there that I cared about? Like, I I wasn't a huge Mario Sports fan. There's some Mario Sports games there that are uh, par for the course.
2: Uh, or Double Dash is probably it, well it was my favorite but now a bunch of those tracks have made it into mario kart 8 so oh, that's Lord. fine um
1: double dash was one of those ones that like for me it was like a taste of disappointment it's like oh i don't like this game as much as the previous one i don't think it's as interesting okay hey. what's up what, what's wrong what's there the will be
0: no besmirching of double dash in my <laughs> presence <laughs> I mean, good Hooray. luck, buddy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit talk it. Uh, and then,
2: Eternal Darkness was just such an excellent game. But we, we covered that already in a previous episode, talking about the developers and all the crappy things they were yeah, doing. Yeah, what you know about Silicon Knights? The better off you right. So, but Eternal Darkness was still that was quite good. Um, hmm. And I don't know how it holds up today. I haven't played it in a long time. But... I
1: played it last year, and it's like there's there's stuff about it that's still neat, but it's it's very much shows its age at this point. It hasn't aged as well as the Ari remake, for example.
2: Right. Um. There's <laughs> Eternal Dark. What else was there? Oh yeah. Well, Mario Golf Toadstool Tour, you know, was a big improvement yeah, over the N64 Mario, oh pre- God, Mario
0: Power of, Tennis. This line of dialogue in this game right here.
1: Because I've had to follow you your stupid. So yeah, no, that's so
0: good.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, get used to that being how Olivier and Muller uh, interact.
0: Awesome. Uh, don't hide
1: how behind much time is that What's that?
2: Please, uh, no, I'm reading the dialogue. Don't hide uh, behind <laughs> such base profanity.
1: Love that it. is truly mine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> Olivier, Olivier never lets the mask drop. Yeah. But, uh, uh, consummate performer he is. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, just, just in general, like, it, it was just, it was long, it was long droughts between games I didn't care about. And <laughs> so, like, the GameCube was just generally a disappointment for me. Uh Star Fox Adventures is not super interesting. Star Fox Assault is just kind of bad. Uh they they really were intending to like they really needed a rareware sort of company to like fill out games between them and that just yeah. ended up not happening. Uh that's
2: true.
1: Uh Donkey Konga was interesting at the time for being the closest that you could get in America to an official release of Tychonotops gene, but we get those now. Uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat is fascinating if you want to see uh, what the team that went on to make Mario Galaxy did first.
0: Uh, huh. But yeah, a lot of they did just so much stuff better on Wii than they did on GameCube. huh?
1: Yeah, d- just in general, like the, their core teams were firing off much better, and like a lot of that is down to the fact that like games got pushed out the door on GameCube repeatedly. They had to because the system was not selling. And so it's just like just just put out things. Just like we we have such a reputation for software drops that we're still recovering from, and like clearly we just need more software. We need to sell more. There needs to be more games, and it just it just wasn't enough. And the games that came out turned would feel rushed and be kind of disappointing because they had to push them out because they needed games. Yeah. Uh, but you know you get like your disappointing sequels to things like Wave Racer, 1080. No one even remembers those sequels happened. Uh, I don't think you've ever met a person who has played or cared about
0: 1080 Avalanche. Yeah, no. uh,
1: it's but, good Paper yeah.
0: Mario on GameCube, but I mean that's not. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I have my I have my personal
0: uh, pet peeves with that one that I've gone over many times and weeks it again.
1: Uh.
0: But hey, uh, well, I like every game in that series, so.
1: I can't say that Favorite Mario of Thousand Year Door is a bad game, but it is a game that delights in wasting your time (laughs) and thinks it's really fucking funny. The punchline to like three different quests that take you all across the game's, all across Hell's Half Acre in that game, the joke is haha, there was no need to do that at all. It's like. I I
0: enjoyed that. I'm sorry. Buddy, you weren't kind trying of to be comp- uh,
1: Wales, I need you to understand the context in which I was getting those jokes. Yeah. I couldn't afford to buy the game, I had to rent it.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: So every time that, that the sucks. game sent me all across Hell's half acre, I realized, "Oh, you're wasting like hours of my time." Yeah, that's
0: shitty. Ben. And nice I don't have it. this
1: for very long. And I'm sure that someone at Nintendo would have been like, you know, like that's the point. Don't rank, don't rent games. And my response would be, uh, I was I was a uh, child who did not even have an allowance.
0: Like, I just that reference. Well into it.
1: Hmm?
0: So we just talked about the Jag- Jaggers or Jaegers. The Jaegers. Jaegers. I know who they are from *Playing Cold Steel*.
1: Yep. Get used to Jaegers. You don't know where they're streaming in from. But... <laughs> oh, God.
2: Yeager- You're going to hear a stream. lot about yeah. where my, many of the
1: Jaeger force came from, as of *Trails of the Sky the So get used to that. But.
2: Well, I was disappointed in the Wii because I didn't, like, I didn't like motion controls. Um, it offered no graphical improvements over the GameCube. Not that it necessarily needed it, but it's like just after, um, you know, it was like after playing PS3 and Xbox 360, it was like playing the Wii was like, all right, yeah, when I feel like getting some exercise... Then I'll play Wii Sports, and I got really good at Wii Sports, and I got exercise mm-hmm. from it, and that's all good and well, but I hated Metroid Prime 3. I couldn't get through it because of the goddamn motion controls.
0: I don't think that's because um, motion controls. I just think that's the weakest of the trilogy.
2: It is. Well, it's, it's a combination yeah, of you know, factors.
0: So she was asking we, if it's nap time, yeah. no, no nappy. No,
2: definitely, no Um. No. Mm,
0: mm, mm, no.
2: We definitely had some excellent exclusives and first-party exclusives but it also had a lot of games that i just would not get into because of the motion controls um, so i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna do the devil's advocate for wii because you know okay. like i don't mean to just be a dick it's just one of those uh, situations where every retrospective of the wii has to start with oh it had all those waggle controls one i, I just want to say i want waggle as a term to go away I think it is a it is not a useful term, and it is clearly a term that was devised at the time as a mockery of the concept of different kinds of controls, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, the thing that I want to say about the Wii, uh, especially regarding uh, versus the PS3 and 360, is uh, I think a lot of Wii games actually have aged better in terms of how they look than their 360 and PS3 counterparts. Mm-hmm. Because argue a, that, lot, certainly. Yeah. a lot of PS3 and 360 games are very of the time in terms of the graphical techniques used, and that means that, uh, oh god, our lighting engine looks like absolute fucking shit. Uh, we need to, uh, like, the color, the color scheme has to be fucked with in order to try to, like, cover up the weaknesses of our lighting engine. And the weaknesses of our lighting engine are being brought about by the increase in resolution, meaning that we can't get away with a lot of old tricks. There's, there's a lot of weird things going on with why those games look the way they do, and I understand why they look the way they do. I think they, by and large, look like shit now. Um,
0: Meanwhile, Mario Galaxy still looks dope.
1: That is still a gorgeous game, oh, yeah. but... Especially uh, the Switch, yeah. yeah. But what I was going
0: to say was... Uh,
1: there's, there's just a lot of things that, like, and this is part of why I still like a lot of Wii games, is that, like, no one would make those games for anything else. And there's still, like, I can't get an equivalent experience on something else. Like, a lo- the things that were good on 360 and PS3, they they don't, uh, they're, they're different, uh, they- the, the things that were good on 360 and ps3 i can still a hundred percent go get those experiences on other things like all of those got ported for, not all of them but like a lot of them got ported forward the general way that games were constructed has stayed largely the same the way uh the way that uh like like we games like some of them have been ported forward because they they function on switch but a lot of times they haven't. They've just sort of been lost to time. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a shame because they're unique or weird. And even some of the games that were, that weren't like motion control dependent, uh, but were just unique games that were lower budget. And like that was the other thing that was really nice about the Wii is that it was a home for weird and low budget games. Yeah, like, what was the, that,
0: what's that weird RPG where you just like play with the nunchuck? was it called uh, upuna or something opona yeah
1: opona or dewey's adventure or Frag- fragile dreams farewell runs the moon that's a really weird melancholy sort yeah. of game uh there's
0: a lot of yeah. c- cool weird stuff in that system
1: yeah like i think that one of, one of the things that i like about the wii at this stage and this is entirely a retrospective bias is you can go back and just crawl through the Wii's library and you'll find something weird that you've never played that, like, oh, that was neat. It was neat that someone took a playing at that. It doesn't necessarily work, but it was neat that someone did it. And there's not nearly as much of that on 360 and PS3, so it's, they are less interesting to me to retrospectively crawl through.
0: There were a lot of military shooters at that time. <laughs> oh God. You got Killzone, and Killzone oh, 2, God. and Resistance... And Resistance uh, 2. And Resistance, and Resistance
1: 3. And Massive Action Game and SOCOM US Navy SEAL 4. Vomit. Uh, remember Massive Action Game?
0: No, I don't.
1: That was, that was made by Zipper Interactive, the people who did uh, the SOCOM games on PS2. And uh, that game's entire mission statement was, we will have the largest team size Team based multiplayer game. Tam oh, uh,
0: remembers uh, it. What's Man. that? Tam oh, yeah. remembers it.
1: Yeah, Mag. Officially, when it came out, Mag stood for nothing, but before it was announced, Mag stood for Massive Action Game. Oh my god. But uh, that game underperformed and Sony summarily shuttered its developer. Uh, yeah. 10 years of uh, support uh, meant nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just one of those things where it's like it, it's one of those things where like my particular ethos and interests collide with the Wii a lot more readily. So,
2: and you'll you'll get I, some. Yeah. I was gonna say to your point before. Um, I loved Xenoblade Chronicles because even though it looked like a PS2 game, they did such a great job with the art direction and just the sense of scale. Mm-hmm. You know, looking out into the distance and seeing the mechanics. You know, and the Bionis yeah. up in the sky. So, less graphical fidelity than PS3 or Xbox 360, but absolutely holds up better, I would say, because of the art direction. But I love the game because I just plugged in my pro controller, you know, into the mm-hmm. remote. That was one of those
1: things like, that it just made sense. Yeah.
2: Right. And so, to, to me, that was the real. Yeah. So, when the Wii focused on good art direction and let me just play with a controller, um, I thought the last story was pretty good. Um, I remember I Pandora's Tower. I remember number. what was that other one? Um, that other JRPG that Arc Rise Fantasia, right? I think it was called. Yeah,
1: I'm a fan of that. Wheels does not
0: like it. Um, okay. um So I wouldn't say I, I didn't like it. I just the the localization. The translation is very bad. Yeah, that yeah. weirded me out, and I kind of just bounced away from it. But I would, it, like, which is remember. a
1: shame because, like, yeah. when you get further and further into it, it's like it's actually a really interesting game and it's never coming back. We will never see it again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it's, think the developer still exists. Uh, I think officially it was technically a spin-off of something, but not anything that we actually got. Right, the rise Fantasia, I think it was technically related to like Luminous Arc or
0: something. It sounds about right. Oh.
2: So, those were the yeah. Wii games that I liked, when it just let me play with a controller, and there were plenty of games that had excellent art direction to compensate for the rummy graphics. So I
4: was I was jumping in just to say, yeah, it was distantly related yeah, to Luminous was, Arc.
1: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, its actual scenario writer was uh, Takumi Miyajima, who was the writer of Tales of Symphonia and Abyss, which is why I've always thought of it as
4: kind of a cousin to those games. Mm, Okay.
1: And it has a a lot of, it
4: grapples with a lot of the same ideas. I honestly wish we had gotten the third Luminous Heart game, too. uh,
1: But, yeah. uh, Yeah, like, if, if you liked this plot of Tales of Symphonia and Abyss, it's very much grappling with a lot of the same ideas. And kind of taking them in a darker place. Like, Ark Rise gets, goes to some really like unhappy places by the end. But yeah, there was also
4: the port of Baroque.
1: Yeah, yeah, Baroque for. I believe that also came out on PS2. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Hey, uh, so good. In, Wasn't you know, that
4: like
2: a Souls like, roguelike like It's, a, it's a weird roguelike thing. Okay.
1: Uh, Very
4: creepy. Yeah. Uh, I so own it. it.
1: The other thing I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, there's the weird, uh, like, report of Soccer Wars 5. That's a very strange game, uh, but it's it's an it's a neat enough game. Like, I I think that it's it's fun to mess around with and just like get very confused by some of the choices that they made and maybe tell them, please, please don't do that. I know you're not trying to be offensive, but you're ending up at Offensive Town. And by that I mean, there is absolutely a point where you go to fucking Harlem, and a nun offers you fried chicken. Soccer Wars Five, heart was in the right place; its head was not.
2: Uh-huh. That's something something Michael Scott would do. <laughs> it, it really kind of yeah. <laughs>
1: like it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like you didn't. You didn't think this through. You just had heard something and didn't realize why repeating it would be a problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but that, that's still like a cute game. Uh, one of the games that we didn't get, but that I'm glad we're play finally a getting good rectified. Game. What's that? No, play a good game. Okay, Sorry. ignoring that. Uh, one of the things that we didn't get, but I'm glad we're finally getting rectified, was uh, pedal frame floor uh, four. Uh, Massive Uh That's that we're finally getting a uh, a new port of that, uh, which leaves one Fatal Frame game that is currently still stuck on the Wii uh, with no port, which is the remake of Fatal Frame Two: Crimson Butterfly, Fatal Frame Deep Crimson Butterfly, which is a very like top to bottom remake. It's very strange. Uh, I would, would love it if those first three Fatal Frames in that uh, remake were maybe re-released, maybe an HD collection. That's McCoy, the
2: one... call me. <laughs> I have the Maiden of Blackwater one. That's five. Okay, so so that was weird because that was one of the only Wii U games that was digital only, I want to yeah. say. Yeah.
1: They, they they passed on it. there there was a physical release of the re release on everything else. Right. And they did eventually they've relented on Maiden of Blackwater on Wii U at one point, I think. But it was it was very short run. Because by that point they were well aware that like there was no fixing, there was no turning around the Wii U fortunes it was over, and so like they they put it out because it was like likely there was some sort of contract involved, but yeah, um, but yeah, I, I like the Wii. I just I just wanted to for it a bit. Uh, yeah, me too. And also also yeah, Punch it, Out. It, it, uh, playing Punch Out with motion controls is still one of the most fun things I've ever done. <laughs>
2: You know something? You're right. That that particular instance was like, oh, okay, wait, I can work It all this. makes
1: sense in this context. Even if you right. don't like Wii, motion controls in other contexts, it all makes sense in that context.
2: But why, oh why, has there still not been a port of New Super Mario Bros. Wii?
1: What that the hell? That is a bit of a shame. Yeah. I like New Super Mario Brothers. Wii better, but it is a bit of a shame that that game is trapped. Yeah.
2: I tried to play it on Dolphin, but it utilizes motion controls for, like, the uh, propeller head and shit. I you think
1: you what? can map that to a
0: button. Yeah, I was going to say, you should be able to emulate that just to a button. Pride. <laughs> right. I'm stupid. There's got to be a way to do it. There I think is. I was, you can also probably,
1: there's, there's bits where it, like, forces you to, like, tilt the thing, but you can probably map that to the right stick.
4: I mean, if it, if it makes you feel better, Joe. <sighs> <sighs> I brought up that I need to like go finding a few things to so it can work in OBS. And someone mentioned RetroArch, and I'm like, I don't like RetroArch. It is clunky oh. and ugly.
1: RetroArch is very easy to use after it's already set up.
4: Right. When you're setting um, it
1: up, it's a nightmare.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I also tried to pr- use it on a phone so I could play. Oh, don't do that. So I could play. But SNES 9X and PPSSPP work great on a phone.
1: Oh yeah, PPSSPP is one of the most plug-and-play emulators that exists. Like, so if you if you ever just want to play a PSP game, there is no
4: reason to ever have to use no. A but PSP that's again. what I'm saying. I used it on my phone.
1: Yeah, no, I'm saying like even on there, like it is just a very easy to use piece of uh, software.
4: Yeah, SNES 9X is also a very easy to use software because they've actually made a uh, mobile version of it.
1: Oh yeah, there's there's tons of uh, mobile ports of a lot of those old emulators, and SNES9X is one of those like. This is a good combination of. Uh, it's not too hardware intensive, but it's not like composed and it's not like 50 speed hacked in a trench coat like ZSNES was. Fifty speed Good old ZSNES. Makes me. Because like if you if you look at what ZSNES is doing under the hood, it's like. It's, it's cheating constantly, and that means that tons of games play inaccurately, and they've just sort of, like, done all sorts of weird little hacks to make the games that you care about run I don't properly. Think they,
4: I don't think they still update... Z- oh, it z- hasn't z- been
1: updated in decades. But, like, back in the day, like, when people used it, like, it was, it was you know, it was a bunch of speed hacks and a trench coat.
4: <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people thought it was, like, the bee's knees of SNES uh, emulators at the time. Mm-hmm. By the way, what's the actual question right now? <laughs>
1: Oh, we were we were supposed to be talking about uh, hardware. hardware is disappointed us, but we, yeah, but we ended up on. I, I ended up wanting to stump for the Wii because, like, Joe was disappointed right. by the Wii, and that's understandable. But I wanted to stump for it a bit.
4: No, <laughs> I, I loved my Wii. I I even enjoyed my Wii U. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed I, I it thought... too.
0: Even though I was disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. we should we should hit, hit this. Right. We should hit this other crawl
1: uh, crawl question, which I'm sure everyone will have at least one thing here. Okay. Uh, May as well. You know,
2: I'm ready to move on to the next question, sure.
1: May as well (laughs) extend that to software to any day one game purchases you (laughs) came
4: to.
2: Rue. We could be here
4: forever. Wait, wait. Day one purchases what
0: now? Day one purchases you came to. Rue. Oh my god. It's weird to begin with this because I'm a game purchasing fucking. (laughs)
1: This wasn't the day one purchase, but I'm still going to make fun of you for doing it.
4: Three different purchases of World of Warcraft
0: expansions. There's one one game, and it was like $12. Leave me alone. (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) No.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm sure that a lot of uh, people get uh, deep into, well, I'm committed to this MMO, so I purchased four more expansions than I actually wanted before realizing that I did not care anymore. Yeah, um,
2: yeah,
4: yeah that, that was my issue with WoW.
2: Yeah. Um, so, And, I, and one... I may end up
4: buying Dragon, the new one, too.
2: You should stop. Oh, don't. You no, no. Don't. I'm not.
4: I'm not buying it day one. I've already said I will wait until people actually come out and say, "Is this actually worth playing?"
1: I don't know that I would trust anyone still playing WoW to
4: have that opinion, but it's up to you. You would If
2: mind. you're still playing WoW, there's something wrong with your brother. I mean, yeah, only... don't talk about my brother like
4: that. <laughs> well, like Beliar Gaming is pr- pr- probably one of the more legit people.
1: I'll take your word. Uh.
2: My advice to anyone still playing World of Warcraft oh, is go to therapy, figure out what your trauma is, work through it, please. It's, I mean, I, I play want, a lot
4: of Final Fantasy XIV, so yeah, that's I
0: that, want, that's no, that, a whole that's thing. That I'm not, I don't know, it's not. I, so I'm, I'm gonna put something.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a thing here, and I, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna say it. I dream of the day. We can go through an entire episode and I never have to thank you enough
0: for Oh, no. Pew. Pew says I, re- I resub, run around the main city for 10 minutes, and then never play it for the rest of the month. Yeah. I, uh, I beg
1: of you to not, to not hurt
0: yourself in this fashion.
1: Um, but, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I I know it's. I can't say I was, like, initially disappointed with that, because, I mean, I was a big World Warcraft fan, so getting to run around that world was a lot of fun to me.
1: We also looked at this and said, where's my Warcraft adventures?
0: I should not <laughs> want that game, so let's just move on from that topic. <laughs> I have fifty. What about hours you? in the what game. I've got to
4: run around in my thousand thousand
1: hours. Okay. How many years is that? And a lot yeah, Dave,
4: what about you? Was there ever a game that you regretted getting day one?
1: Uh, I didn't get a lot
4: of games day one.
1: That is, I'm just putting this out there, that is like 1.7 calendar years. Um, But yeah, uh, I, I didn't get a lot of games day one because I just couldn't afford them growing up, and now I have other things that I'm busy regretting. <laughs> Is uh, that
0: Cataclysm?
3: Uh, isn't that like no, the first no. expansion, that,
1: No, that's the second expansion. The first expansion is... No, no wait, that's, not, the, third that's, the, four, third that's the third expansion. That's yeah, the third expansion. Yeah, because the first is I don't remember, first you know? is Burning Crusade, and second is Wrath of the Lich King, I think. Yes. I don't Rabbit know why I Lich know this. I've never, this. Yes. I've never
0: played
4: this.
1: I've never played this fucking game. Why do I know this? What
4: the fuck? I had fallen off Because you listened to me go on about it before. <laughs> No,
1: I've I've been listening to people go on about it since it was new. That's the problem. That's why I dream the day, one day, one glorious day, there will be an episode of this podcast when no one talks about Blizzard, and I'm going to be in my oh. happy place then.
2: Oh, dude! Did, <laughs> all right, if you are you familiar with Patton Oswalt's stand-up specials and stuff?
1: Uh, uh-uh. I'm aware of them. I don't think I've seen them.
2: Well, there's there's one where um, it's it's hilarious because he's like. I don't know, he like bashes My Little Pony for a second, but then he goes into explicit detail, fully explaining everything because he actually watched it like with his daughter and stuff. And so that's fair that's, reason to watch something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, why the fuck do I know so much about this show? Well, because I watch it with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mist yeah. of uh, I know. Uh, I know more about WoW than I should, even though I, I only played for a, about ten months.
0: Just after I raided for like two months. Wow. <laughs>
1: Uh, like, the the beautiful, the thing that's good for me is just the, like, the appeal of raiding is completely lost on me, and the appeal of just dungeon running is lost on
0: me, uh, I, <laughs> so I can't play MMOs. Yeah. I mean, I can't talk for that kind of MMO, but for something like Destiny, it's... It's a, like a challenging teamwork experience that I think is. Yeah, but I don't really like people.
4: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, they hate yes, people.
2: Sir.
1: I don't hate okay, people, well, but I hate playing games. With people.
2: Well, <laughs> well, how's this for a how's this for a day one purchase? Um, I got when I got, when I got the PS4, know. it was 2014. I got the glacial white PS4 that came with Destiny, um, and so. I do not regret buying the console because it was very awesome looking, but I absolutely regret playing Destiny. <laughs> we you all just gonna cry. Um...
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. No, listen, it's it's fine. It's not it's not the kind of game for everyone. Like just like any MMO ish type thing. Uh, for me, Destiny was perfect because I had two other friends I was playing online games with. A lot and well, most just of the on a side note, around three players, so it was perfect.
2: But but so that's part of the reason I hated it is because you and my cousin chose to play it with your other friend instead of me. Nice. <laughs> wow. wow! And it every time I saw you playing it, I got more and more angry until I rage quit and uninstalled and traded. It
0: well, it's, that sucks because there's a lot more <laughs> now. There's a lot more like. Uh, greater than three-player content. So. I thought I was gonna have two people to play it with, and then I had sorry. no one to play it with. Sorry.
2: That's a, that's a story of
1: extreme rejection. I'm sorry. Uh,
4: I'm sorry. Uh, you you were not you were not the chosen one.
2: I was not. not. And it made me sad.
0: And we got more from you here. Uh, oh, back in Wrath <laughs> of the Lich King, I was like the number three. druid on my realm. Holy fuck.
2: I, I like
1: you might as well just be speaking in tongues. I don't know. What I that know. Means, seriously, okay.
2: <laughs> who plays druid? He's really good.
1: He, Sorry. So, no, I'm kidding. What, what is a realm? Is it <laughs> different from a server?
4: It, it's a server.
0: Okay, that makes slightly right. more sense. Thank you for translating. Let me let me try and think of some. I know I have some day one. Well, oh, the other thing I is,
2: There's I mentioned be this one. before, but I was going to say, um, wheels? no, S- no, stop, stop right. you. I oh, got so. um. I bought So the Vita and the Wii U were the first two systems that I got on day one. And both systems had launch titles that I wish I had not bought. Oh, Uncharted on um, Vita. You love Vita the 13. Regret. Yeah. day
0: one regret.
2: Yeah. Oh, Wii U, I bought Zombie U. Um, it was like, oh, man. God, that was horrible. Because it was a launch title. And then on Vita, oh, remember, it was called Reality Fighters. Oh, How that's an that game? AR game.
4: Yes. Oh, I've got, I've got- I've got- I've got a good one. I've got a good one. That
1: mm-hmm.
4: Nep- Hyperdimension Neptunia. All yeah. of
3: them.
4: <laughs> no, the no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. The very, I'm the very one. <laughs> first one in its original iteration.
2: Yes. Oh
1: yeah, I also just remembered a Wii game that I actually really liked. Because you just brought up a new stuff, first-person game. Red Steel 2 is actually weirdly good, just putting that out there.
2: Yeah, I've heard Fighters. Red, Red it. Steel
1: 2 was like a weird, like, we ignored everything about Red Steel 1 and made a game where you're a samurai cowboy, and we used Wii Motion Plus, so the motion controls are very accurate, and it's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to be ported to anything because it's like shit, mm-hmm. and Ubisoft doesn't remember it, and it's hard to replicate in any environment, but it's really neat. If you want to play a weird old game, uh, maybe give Red Steel 2 a look.
4: But yeah, original iteration of Nep- oh Operation Darkness. Oh
1: god, I cannot! I can't believe that there was the the some. I, I I should say I shouldn't say that because I knew some people that bought that day one that weren't you. So <laughs> I I know what the constituency for that. I know
4: a few was, people who bought it, like, it day one who. Yeah. I mean, the concept is amazing.
1: World War Two with World War Two horror vampires,
4: monsters. zombies, werewolves, yeah. fighting the Nazis. What could go wrong?
0: Oh, uh, says, yeah, the game says, I'll always love Warcraft though, because I made a lot of good friends from but we'll probably never play it seriously again. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, this is still, any multiplayer game like that, you make lots of good friends. Um, and I can imagine playing it like that seriously, where you're like number three in the realm. Uh, eventually, you could probably kind of like lose the fund
1: oh I, I need to bring this one up not because i didn't do this but i knew several people that did and it was very sad to sit there and try to tell them you should you should probably not do this it's this gonna end up and really badly for you this game looks like it's gonna be hot dog shit but i knew several people that bought aliens colonial marines on day one
0: no i, I <laughs> know do did oh know oh, we're talking about amazing concepts anthem
2: oh man No, I'm so sorry. I
0: don't think I bought that
4: day one. No,
2: Anthem, no. No one talking about Anthem. Don't do it. I did not buy
4: it. I I was hearing the trash fire that was coming out for it, and I did not buy it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't
1: trust that game. Also, it looked like that. I actually managed to convince
4: a friend who was super hyped for it to not buy it because I was like, dude, I am hearing a lot of bad things about this.
1: Yeah. you get a, you got a sense for the kind of game where they're like these these people seem unwilling to talk about this in the outside very specific contexts. context. I don't trust this game.
4: Well, I mean the or- the original pitch for it looked amazing though.
1: If you like Destiny eh, style games, yeah.
0: Eh. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I still think I a was... lot about the. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I like hated the demo, so I don't know. I think I just bought it because like, oh, people are gonna be playing this, and I should you know get it. To it turns out the people it's were not. Like, no one was gonna be playing, playing
1: it. it. Just,
4: can, uh, At least it's no Babylon Fall.
0: <laughs>
1: Babylon Fall was funnier though.
4: <laughs> I, I saw
0: it, I could barely run it along with all the BS that was going on, so it was an easy pass for me. Yeah, it's smart.
1: Defensive, like yes. something that I actually was able to get new, like day one that I did not actually that I had failed to vet properly and made myself sad with, and I can't really think of anything. Cause, like, uh. like, so by the time that I could afford to get things day one, I was very good at actually. Betting whether I was going to care about something.
0: I'm trying to think of some things. There's some things like, oh, I was kind of excited for Shining Force Neo, but I would I didn't even buy it a gift. I didn't buy it myself.
1: Yeah, like when I played a
0: demo of Shining Tears, I was like, I can't trust anything that looks like this again.
1: I played Shining Tears. um, I did not have fun with that demo. (laughs) Um,
0: Hyrule Hyrule Warriors I bought that day one is very disappointing.
2: uh, Oh, I like
0: that one. Do not, I don't.
2: Um,
4: I don't like Cell Shade being so. I, I haven't even bought it. No, I was just
2: cel-shade. gonna say that I. I ended up pre-ordering. Um, it looks like Crimson Tears,
4: but with Zelda skins. Yeah, <laughs> that is my take on Age of Calamity. Is it's Crimson Tears with Zelda skins? I don't
3: even know okay. what
0: Crimson
1: that Tears is, is. That is a, like, I was just going to say that is a, uh, meta- that is like a comparison that, that, like, me and four other people can make sense of. Damn.
2: Yeah. Did anyone else, um, anyone else pre order The Division on Steam and then refund it? No. No.
1: No. It looked like I Destiny. Didn't. I didn't want to play Destiny.
2: Yeah, no, I pre ordered Division on Steam and played it for like an hour and a half, and I'm like, this looks nothing like. The freaking E3 trailers, and that was a big deal. Um That was a whole thing I remember. But
4: I no, but I remember I played it, and I'm
2: like, just yeah, no, I didn't care for that. That was something I, I thought you liked refunded into. I like
0: two. It's yeah, two. Game. It's literally the same game. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it. They it's did a much better job it's... with the
2: no. the single player experience. Is much better no, in two.
0: No, I've played both games. It's the same thing. Sorry. Oh, I feel
1: like I'm dying. i not going to... It's, he says the no. First Division is the reason he'll never pre-order the $100 version ever
2: again. No, ne- never pre-order a $100 version of anything. Never buy a season pass before you actually know what it's... I, I, don't, think that I, can, I don't think
1: I can make that claim because I pre-ordered yeah. the $100 version of Bayonetta 3.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: Because
4: it's
2: Bayonetta. It's a really it's nice Bayonetta.
4: Yeah. Although, uh, although I'm a little sad. I, I hope to... I mean... Nothing against Jennifer Hale; she is a good voice actor. I have
1: things against Jennifer Hale. Yeah,
4: Did I do I something?
1: don't. She she's the, like a few years ago the voice she was...
4: actress for Bayonetta. They're changing the voice yeah.
1: actress. The 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 thing I was saying about why I have things against Jennifer Hale is I, I have a good enough memory to remember a few years ago when she was tweeting about how Monsanto caused autism.
0: Oh
1: God. <laughs> So it's like, oh, okay. good, you do that, you do you. Please yes. never speak again. <laughs> but,
4: uh, well, I, again, I don't have anything okay. against her as a voice actress.
0: There's, her there's personally,
4: a different story,
0: but... <laughs> I, uh...
1: I'm sorry to have done the with the wheel. No, it's,
0: ignorance. no <laughs> it's like, that just seems like one of those stupid... And not that she's, like, a major celebrity or anything, but one of those stupid celebrity things that they... She's,
1: she's got, like, some sort of extremely strange, specific brainworms. Yeah. uh... But, yeah, like, I would have preferred they just kept the original voice,
0: because the original voice is really good, and I don't see why they recast, but... Uh, from whatever. what I read, it was a scheduling issue.
1: That was what they said. She said that she wanted to do it. It's unclear, so... It could have been uh, that she
4: had another offer when they could get her in right. to do it I mean, for Bayonetta. She,
0: yeah.
4: She, the fact
0: it's, that she wanted to, to do it doesn't necessarily mean it wasn't a scheduling issue, I would say.
1: Yeah, there, there's a lot of questions. I'd have to check what her... She would she initially was the one who
0: made it clear that she hadn't been yes. uh, called back to participate. But, but yes, yeah. uh, stupid... Uh, opin- Incredibly stupid opinion. Side. to Jennifer Hill this a good point I don't know how to feel about this game anymore. Why did you do this to me? I'm so- I'm
1: sorry. Like, if it makes you feel any better, I feel very personally about it because I am autistic. But... Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like that's not going to stop me from playing the game. Right. So the answer is just one of those things where it's like, oh, that's distasteful.
4: I mean, I'm I've I've got a house of three.
1: Yeah, I know. Like I said, I think most of us would agree it's distasteful. Yeah. It's hardly the most offensive thing I've yeah. even seen this week. but <laughs> Yeah. But yeah.
0: Mansato
2: um, yeah. S- 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 causes autism? I yeah, suppose. she was,
1: like, making this insane, like, all of them. <laughs> it's like, did you see the rise in the rate of autism?
2: Uh, and then, well, like, randomly... I starts- mean, Mansato is an in- evil company that has done horrible things. Yeah, there's, there's so many no, reasons to there's just... There's no link to out. autism, no. You don't just have right. to make it up. Is, it's <laughs> right. like some wrong exactly. one. <laughs> you know. <But> yeah. Roundup <laughs> does not cause autism, <laughs> but it does cause cancer. Yes.
0: Why not? Why, fo- just, just focus <laughs> on, on that,
4: maybe? <laughs>
1: Focus on the things that they de- demonstrably do that are bad. Yes, not the like, weird what? things that you read about. Well,
4: they weren't even the original company behind Roundup.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, they just, I think c- they ended up
4: merging over time, you know.
2: <laughs> Does Jenny McCarthy still think that autism is caused by vaccines?
1: I would imagine that she thinks that even harder now, but I've never checked. Oh, damn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, thank, look what dark okay. road you've sent us down Joe, for now. <laughs> okay next question okay. Uh, I think I'm out of questions it's just okay. because like my throat is starting to hurt
2: yeah, uh. I think I need to go to bed anyway
1: <laughs> so, yeah we should probably just uh, start signing off Joe yeah. since you're tired
0: uh, can I just say like I, uh, okay yes that's a really fucking stupid thing but I'm gonna give her a pass <sighs> because it's a bad company anyway uh, I'm just gonna I, would, I would just like
1: not to be personally jungled
0: up with it. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yes, yeah. misguided, but maybe her heart's in the right. Ra- I don't know. This is this is just such a weird fucking random thing. Like there's there's
1: yeah, like I said, it's brain worms.
0: <laughs> Okay. All right, wow. yes, let's wrap this fucking thing up. Okay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: i just wanted to bring this up because i was reading it yesterday and it's extremely funny to me i was reading the drill book the get rich and become god method and in between like killers of insane rambling about random shit like all sorts of just dumb shit that he's making up there is a quote that is just directly taken from rob schneider like just an actual thing he said claiming that vaccines cause autism (laughs) (laughs) And just putting, like, there is no funnier text of this than I think I've ever seen, than putting that between pillars of insane rambling. To just put an actual quote from someone. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, this has been on my mind all day.
2: Okay. Joe, tell us where we can watch your streams. Oh, you can watch my streams on Twitch.tv, and I archive them on YouTube when I actually remember to archive them before they get deleted um so all month long i'm doing hello stream so i already did a full playthrough of resident evil remaster hd as jill and i got the bad ending and it took much longer than it should have but that was the first two episodes and then just today i let barry die so i could get his gun yes (laughs) and then i didn't save chris and then i got to the helipad and said oh yeah i don't have to fight the tyrant now. great not
1: saving Chris, basically, is just a dereliction of, like, oh, I just don't care. Like, it's not like yeah. you have a time limit at that point.
2: Yeah. Well, you gotta get the three MO discs. You don't if you, if you can just steal the Master Key off Wesker's body. Ah, uh, well, whatever. So, anyways, I did that. That was the first two episodes of my Hollow Stream series. And then just today, before I jumped on here, I did Resident Evil 2 Remake as Claire and that went much more smoothly because it's more fresh in my mind so um got through the police station in an hour and 20 minutes thereabouts. so now I just gotta do the sewers and the laboratory and all that crap um so later this month I would like to do an until dawn playthrough in which everyone dies um I may or may not I may or may not buy the quarry I don't know um I may play some Demons Tilts, which is a pinball game, and then may also oh, yeah. go and revisit the Turbo Graphics pinball game. Yeah, play games. Devil's Crush. Yes. So I may do that. Um could add
4: in uh, Parasite Eve.
2: Oh, that's a
4: good idea. Just the I first add? one.
2: That's a nice short Just, RPG. just the first... Ver- not the PSP one, the third <laughs> birthday. Oh, God. Or the one second one. one. <laughs> or the second one. Um, just
4: the first one.
2: So... Yeah, I haven't gotten the whole schedule figured out, but I'm definitely going to do Scorn, even though it might make me throw up. And um, and then Resident Evil Village, I'm going to revisit when the DLC comes out. Yeah, that's which is at the end of the month, month,
1: so that's perfect.
2: Yeah, so that's the plan. Just horror games all month, and um, watching some of my favorite horror movies, but trying to look for new ones, so I watched The Black Phone. I think that's a really cool movie. I like a very um, movie. So doing that and so I was playing a little bit of Overwatch 2 when it let me and I lost like 10 out of 12 matches or something. You know what I mean? I lost 90% of my matches somehow. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. It takes a long time
1: to queue. Spooky. Were
0: you doing quick play? Or what what were you playing exactly? Quick play. Okay.
2: And I specified support and I was playing D.Va and Zarya and
0: Reinhardt. That's, and those are support characters. Those are tanks. So
2: I was playing tank then. I said the <laughs> wrong word. Sorry. That's
0: a big difference, so, sir.
2: So I was playing
0: that. Um,
2: yeah, but yeah, you can check out my Twitch streams if you want to, or my YouTube channel. Trying to stream more frequently than before, like trying to do f- four days a week, but we'll see. So. There you go. Uh,
1: Before we forget, I would like to do a little plug for Gaijin. Uh, We miss you, buddy. Uh, But you can still find Princesses of Peach Parlor on Amazon. uh, Available as part of Kindle Unlimited, or as individual Kindle ebooks, or as paperbacks. There's a lot there for you if you enjoy uh, Tales of... Uh, poor tabletop decisions uh, that are suitable for all audiences, unlike most tabletop sprites. <laughs> but yeah. So give that is a that,
2: look. Is that an ongoing series? Like, is he still writing new ones? Yeah, he's no? still writing more of those, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, did, uh, do the princesses ever escape the pizza parlor, or do they get to the pizza parlor? Not in the pizza
0: parlor. Metaphorical. <laughs> <for> yes. <laughs> Okay. I'm just being cheeky. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Uh, But yeah, you
1: can find those uh, on Amazon under the author name Michael Yariizu. Y-A-R-I-M-I-Z-U. Just wanted to make sure we don't forget that. Tam. Plug. Plug
0: Plug something.
4: You can catch me over on the main... uh, rpgamer twitch set twitch.tv slash rpgamer uh usually tuesdays and thursday mornings we've actually filled out our roster and we have content almost every single day during daytime hours um so and of course you can always catch up on the twitter as well um with our news feeds Good way to keep up on the
1: latest RPG news.
4: Yep, um, and then we also have uh, Discord. So come and join us there if you're so interested. Uh, we they take questions on. so ah,
1: You stole my thunder.
4: <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 just I'm not intentional.
1: It's fine. It's fine. I'm not. I'm just messing with you.
4: So. But yeah, to, uh, catch us. I'm actually playing through Tales of Eternia right now myself. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, we have uh, one person doing Persona 5R. Nice. We have one person doing XCOM 2.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, JC Servant playing a whole bunch of things. I, I can't keep track. Uh, we have uh, a guest doing doing uh, Final Fantasy fifteen
1: mm-hmm.
4: on uh, Saturday mornings.
1: But how far are you into Eternia? How much Fibro have you
4: got? I, I've... <laughs> I'm on my way to uh, the Observatory. Hmm. I'm, I'm only like an hour and 45 minutes in.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just going to hear the word Fibro a lot. <laughs> I know.
4: Fibro! Fibro!
1: Played a lot of that on PSP, because that was like the one that you could get in English on PSP. <laughs> I
4: thought Destiny... I thought, I thought they... Europeans got the Destiny version on PSP 2.
1: No. Europe got Tales of Eternia, which was a part of the game we got as
4: Destiny 2. Yeah, no, I'm... And that's the version I'm playing, is the PSP version.
1: Which is a good version.
4: Good version, yeah. Um, I looked up some of the differences. Most of the differences are very, very minor between between that and what the US got. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah, just, uh, you know... A good way to play that game. It's it's cute. It's charming. But, what um, about
4: what about what about you, Dave? What what you got under the hood?
1: Uh, still hammering together essays. Still unhappy with them, which is causing me to put off recording narration for them, which is causing me to put off putting them up. But they, there will come or high water. There will be something before I go off on vacation. Um. But yeah, you can find those at patreon.com/gameculturestudy. Uh, otherwise, I mean, most of what I do is here. I scream a lot. I, I talk over people and pretend that I'm shepherding the conversation when I'm really just talking over people. Uh, you can ask us questions. Thank you once again to Kroll and Fireminer and Pew for uh, Fireminer and Pew for being in the chat and occasionally answering and asking questions. And crawl for asking questions in the comment section. That's a healthy place to put the put your questions. You can also put them in the Discord as previously advertised by one Tam. Uh, it's a lovely community whether you want to ask us questions or not. And you can find it by going to Gamer and clicking the community tab. You'll find the link to the Discord there. Um,
4: and think, if I'm not
0: sleeping, I'm usually on. <laughs> I think we missed one pew comment in the chat. Yeah. I, mean, I need to say uh, they had this is a, in regards to the Division. They had lots of uh, exploits and loots and raids and just made the game unplayable because they didn't take away the loot so the Dark Zone was just shit. Yeah, that game kind of...
2: Dark Zone was shit,
0: yeah. That game kind of <laughs> fell off pretty quick. Like, Yeah. Um, I actually did play that for review and had a great time with it, but then once it got to the end game, there wasn't a lot to do and it just it's kind of eh after that, but it, the, the game has good bones, I would say. It's it had, the kind, the mechanics and stuff were cool, and so I, I really should play some Division Two at some point. Mm. But not of too many games. Um, where were we?
1: Uh, we were doing plugs, okay. uh, and we're down to you.
0: Um, you can catch me on uh, twitch.tvslash askwheels doing this show, doing Sunday night shenanigans where we generally play multiplayer games. And Both
1: of those at 9 p.m. Pacific,
0: midnight yeah. Eastern, Sundays and Wednesdays. And uh, off and on, do some adventures and platforming. We still got to finish Klonoa and then uh, we'll finally get to see to Tie and Peck World Repack. <sighs> What up. do you want to play on
2: Sunday? Pac-Man World. <laughs>
0: Overwatch.
1: Oh god. Well, I'll have an excuse to not pay attention.
2: <laughs> um, right, if I can I'll tell you what, if I can get the Switch version up and running you should
0: be able to. It's
2: I will play it yeah, with we'll, you we'll, because I
0: we'll play uh we'll play Mystery Heroes. It's just a goofy fun mode where whenever you respawn you're a different
4: hero. <laughs>
2: That might actually give me a heart attack. So that might actually—I
4: love mystery heroes. That might actually piss me off.
2: I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Yeah. No. What I'll do is, um, I already linked my Blizzard account to my Nintendo account, so I should be able to just download on Switch, and hopefully by then the server issues will be resolved. So I'll play that with you on Sunday if you really want to.
4: The server issues may be resolved, but what about the D? the DDoS attacks. There's been two
0: DDoS attacks, yeah, yes. Who knows? Uh, that's a story
1: for another tune in next time to find out if that happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm tired. My throat is
0: sort it. Yeah. there we go. <laughs> yeah, what's on this? So yeah um that's that and uh I will probably it's probably just gonna occur like maybe during QA quest or like before Shenanigans really starts. But I'll probably be streaming a little Bayonetta two, finishing that up before three comes out. Because I got near the end of it Remember. on Wii U, and I think Whoa. I talked about this before. Stupidly kept trying to get finish a stage with not a not the worst trophy you can get, and uh, eventually just gave That's up so and perfect. stopped playing. Which yeah, which is, is just stupid on my part. So I just need to finish do a clean run of that game before three comes out. But you can do it. I yeah, you. yeah, that's just that'll happen. That will happen on and off, and I will not be replaying any stages that I complete, regardless of the trophy awarded at the end.
3: To
1: so, yeah,
0: All right, that's uh-huh. that. That is yeah. the show.
1: That's our show done. See you, Space
0: Cowboys. See you.